I think sometimes we as moms, we like persevere. I mean, we have to persevere to an extent, but I think we just have to understand that your win, your goal when you're sick, when you and I are sick, it's not to make sure that we're getting all of our exercise and it's making sure we're hydrated, that we're, we're still giving our body the nutrients it, it needs as much the rest it needs. It's like, that's the win. Because if we don't do that, I recognize if I don't do that, I'm going to keep being run down. I'm not going to get fully better. And it's going to come. It's eventually, it's my body's just going to be like, I'm like clonking you out because you're not listening to me, you know? Welcome to the Secrets of Supermom show, where we explore how successful, busy moms battle overwhelm, beat burnout, and stay happy in the process. I'm your host, Lori Oberbreckling, wife, mom of four, corporate executive, photographer, and author of the book, Secrets of Supermom, how extraordinary moms succeed at work and home and how you can too. Hey, hey, friend, welcome to episode number 169 of the Secrets of Supermom show. Now that the January momentum has ended, right, we are officially in February, have you lost focus on your health goals? Um, I would like to say join the club. <laughs> if you are feeling that way, maybe your new workout plan or your new meal plan or your new gym membership is just not feeling quite so sparkly anymore. Or maybe your entire family was hit by a virus, like you'll hear happened to both me and Brianna on the show today. And now you need to get back on track and get that momentum going again. Our guest today is Brianna Wilkerson. She is a holistic health and life coach, podcast host, wife, and mom. She is joining us today to talk about regaining that momentum on your health goals when you feel like you're in the beginning of the year and they've already started to wane. I am happy to introduce you to Brianna. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to the show. I'm super excited to have Brianna here with me today. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, I'm excited for us to chat today, and I'm excited for us to share not only about um, some fun topics today, but also about some fun things that we have to come. So yeah. I'm excited for that too. So I would love if you would just tell us a little bit about you and your family and why you do what you do. Yeah, so I'm a mom of two littles, three and a half and one and a half. So in that very much, whenever I tell people that, they're like, you're in the thick of it. I'm like, I guess I am. I'm in the thick of it. Um, and so they're amazing. I love our kids and yeah, married to my husband. Um, I've been a health coach for about eight years, um, health and life coach before that I was an accountant. Um, and so people are like, what? I'm like, yeah, big change. But for me, it came from just really struggling with food, my body and diets for a long time, like up and down for a long time and really recognizing that it wasn't about food. It wasn't about anything. It was just about a sense of wanting to find my worth in something, right? I, I started when I was in high school and, you know, high school girls are like, I'm just trying to find my place. So um, after just going through some different things, I really realized that I wanted to take care of my health the right way. And so through that holistic healing journey, I was like, maybe I can help others, you know, and started a very bad blog. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I'm like, what was up with those colors and pictures? But hey, you got to start somewhere. And over the years have just really refined what I do and who I um, support. It's always been women. But in the last six months, as I've become a mom, I'm like, I'm not the only young mom or mom in general, really try to figure out what does it mean to take care of your health and self-care in whatever season of motherhood you're in. And so I'm not saying I'm necessarily an expert, but I just think I want to learn. I want to learn what moms need and um, offer what I am trying to do now in this season of motherhood as well. Love it. 
Love it. Love it. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about your health coaching business because when this comes out, we are here, we've just wrapped up January, right? And Mm -hmm. so often we have already lost momentum, right? We probably had some big goals and and a lot of us set health goals at the beginning of the year, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe we had a workout goal or a food goal or a water goal, or maybe we set all three because we're just thinking we can do all the things, right? And we set the goal and then those things fall to the wayside, or we feel like we have fallen off the wagon, or we feel like we've messed up, or we feel like we haven't done it right or well or whatever. And we're already starting to lose momentum. We're already thinking that I'm just going to have to start again next year. Right. So what do you say to those women? Well, it's funny. We're talking about super moms here, <laughs> but I think soup being a super mom or be, you know, I just think we, we, we think we can do a lot more than we can. And we try to do so much like so quickly. And I, and you know, you, you, you speak about this too, but it's just, it's really about starting small. Mm. And so if you created a big goal and you went full on in, in January, and now you're like, oh gosh, I don't know if I can sustain this. That's okay. You've learned from it. Right. But it's really pulling back the layers and asking yourself, like, what do I really want? And how can I go about this in a very small, but sustainable way mm. to get there over the long term? It's not, it's not sexy to, to take small steps. I know, like, and that, that, that's how it's been on my journey, my client's journey. Even now, postpartum with my kids, I'm like, I want to ex- expedite the results and make it fast, but I know that it won't last that way. And so it's just really coming back and just giving yourself grace, letting go and asking yourself again, what do you want? And what are those two or three things that you can commit to, very small things, and do a little bit over time? And then when you feel like you've got those down, add more to it. Yes, I am with you. The only things that have worked for me have been small changes over long periods of time. And they have been focused on the one thing, right? Right. I never, I have zero meal plans that happened at the same time as workouts. I got workouts in and then my food changed, right? When I quit drinking diet Coke, I only quit drinking diet Coke and that was it. I didn't also change my meals and change everything else. I just focused on the one thing. And so mm-hmm. I am so with you that it's those little things that with the full focus that then you get to go to the next thing, right? Once that's in place and you're right, the results are not as fast, but mm-hmm. they are sure longer lasting. Right. Yeah. And that's ultimately what we want, right? You want to not have to keep restarting. But I will say this, that well, the part that makes it hard is honestly, we live in a society where we see a lot of instant results and mm-hmm. we are marketed a lot of instant results. Mm-hmm. And we can access anything these days that show us instant results or or the good side of, of people or their results. But we don't see all the hard work mm-hmm. that came up to it. Like, I mean, a lot of people do before and after pictures, which is fine, but we don't really see what that person did. All of those little decisions and thoughts and actions they had to make in between. Right. Um, and so it's okay to use those as inspiration, but I really encourage everyone to just take, you know, when you're doing those small things, find ways to celebrate yourself, that positive reinforcement. You know what we do with our kids? It's like when you're potty training your kids and they just tinkle, like a little, little tinkle. You're like, yeah, you're like celebrating them. And you know, they're not fully there yet, but you celebrate them because you know, that's going to help them keep doing it. And it's the same thing with us. We just got to learn to celebrate those small small wins on the way. Yes. You get the celebration. You get a sticker on your star chart. Yes. You get get all the things you can have all those things. Oh, it's so true because yes, we do not, I think do a great job celebrating. And you're right with befores and afters, you know, even before and after of anything, right. That we're looking at, 
So often we're looking at this before and after, and you're looking at it like it's magic. But if you look at the real timeline, it so no one did that in three days, right? They they're showing you a year's worth of progress. They're showing you right. several years worth of progress. And so I feel like we just in our minds think that everything should be faster than it really, really truly is. And it should be easy. Like I even thinking about before and after as you're talking about like houses, like those. Sure you know, ancient, you know, those um home shows where you're like in between, they're demolishing the house. And it's like, they always come into a barrier that they either have to switch their their plan or do something. And it's the same thing with our health and self-care goals, right? Like there's going to be an obstacle or roadblock and we just may have to switch the plan, but that doesn't mean it won't happen or we give up. It's just, again, that commitment to the long-term goal. Yeah. It's, um, I have always called the the things that have worked for me I've always called them experiments the mm, things that I've yeah. actually able to, been able to do long term I've called them experiments like I'm mm. going to experiment with this change in eating I'm going to experiment with this and for me the mindset of that says that nothing is a failure because it you know like I am I'm, my uh, my life is in research and so anything that's an experiment can't be a failure because you always learn from the experiment you either right. learn that it didn't work and you get to make tweaks or you learn that is working. And that's awesome too. Right. And so mm -hmm. I feel like with that experimental mindset, you get to decide yeah. that, oh, okay, this, you know, I feel terrible eating this way, even mm -hmm. though maybe it's making me lose weight or vice versa. I feel amazing, but maybe my weight loss is very slow. Right. So mm -hmm. I get to decide how I tweak it as I go. Yeah, exactly. I love it. What are some things that you help moms with when they feel like nothing works. So when they're the ones that it's not an experiment, it's all a failure. Everything is not working. Nothing is ever like nothing is ever working, even though I've tried this and I've tried that diet and I've tried this movement and I've tried that movement and nothing works for me. What do you mm -hmm. tell those moms? Well, I think there's more to it than meets the eye. So mm -hmm. it's like peeling back the layers of like, you know, maybe they tried something that worked at one point and it doesn't work now. Um, maybe they tried something, you know, and I just think it's really looking at the root of what's actually going on and, you know, look as, you, you know, when we're talking about scientists, look things at an experiment, like looking mm. at it in a fine eye of just like, what are the different variables that are making it not work? So, I mean, for a lot of women, your hormones, and I'm not just talking about your estrogen, progesterone, I'm talking about like stress, like our women as a whole, our bodies really respond to stress and we're like stress all the time. And so stress, sleep, like age. Like there's so many factors that can make things not work anymore. So um, it's just looking at all those factors, but also it's, it's again, it's starting small. Cause sometimes I think women come in and they're like, nothing works. And it's like, okay, let's just go back to the drawing board. What's worked in the past. Maybe we need to try that. Okay. That hasn't worked. Okay. There's, there's many different options, but it's again, going back to the experiment. Um, and it's going back to realizing that they're not a failure. Cause I think that's part of it is that they come in, they're like, nothing work, works, it's me, I'm just going to give up. And it's really having to coach that mindset, mm. where it's like, if I don't feel like I have um, the expertise, like, I feel like we've done everything, I'm like, maybe this, it's time to see a specialist in certain areas, because there might be actually hormone tests or functional health tests that you need to do, maybe there's blood work that you need to do, you know, and so I think it's just being willing to like, understand why things aren't working, um, and go on that journey again. Yeah. 
Yeah. I love that. And I love that you said that stress can be, you know, a, a thing, right? So I am working on some health goals right now and you and I both, uh, if, if they, if you can't hear by our voices, we would both not feel so great, right? We both, have, we both have their, our radio voices on. I know um, we both have the, the, the deep, beautiful voices that uh, are, are those who are moms that were sick. Right. And mm-hmm. so this week, Uh, my progress was not what I expected it to be, even though I didn't actually think that I had changed much, but my body was sick. My body Mm -hmm. was panicking, right? That it didn't feel well. So of course things have changed. There's been all sorts of changes. So for me to give myself grace this week, knowing that there may not be the same expectation of what my body can do this week as it can do on any normal week, that's going to have to be a reality, right? Because Mm -hmm. I do have a stress. I do have icky sleep. You probably do too, right? We've got these things that throw us and don't give us the same results that we might normally have. Yeah. And that's, that goes back to the obstacles, right? It's almost like Mm. we need to, we need to expect the Mm. unexpected because it's like in in a given year, 52 weeks, you expect not to get sick. Like we do, we do, but when it happens, we're like, Oh, you know? Um, So it's like, okay, well then it's like, all right, this is, this is what I do when I'm sick. I like, I remember hearing this story one time, it was an actress and she was very much into health and wellness. And when she was sick, she told her whole cast and everything, leave me alone for a day. I'm just going to go sleep drink a lot of great stuff and I'll be okay. Like she just knew and shut down the whole production. I don't, I mean, she was probably very high up there, but you know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes we, as moms, we like persevere. I mean, we have to persevere to an extent, but I think we just have to understand that your win, your goal, when you're sick, when you and I are sick, it's not to make sure that we're getting all of our exercise and it's making sure we're hydrated, that we're we're still giving our body the nutrients it, can, it needs as much the rest it needs. It's like, that's the win. Because if we don't do that, I recognize if I don't do that, I'm going to keep being run down. I'm not going to get fully better. And it's going to come. It's eventually, it's my body's just going to be like, I'm like clonking you out because you're not listening to me. Yeah. Yes. Instead of just, like you said, trying to power through, because that would be my normal MO, right? Power through, do all the things like who needs time off, who needs a break, just keep going. And then at some point your body's just going to say, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to talk about time a little bit. We, you mm-hmm. know, we love to talk about time and productivity yes. and getting all the things done. We struggle as moms often to make time for health and mm-hmm. for movement and for all the things that we know will make us feel better, but we say, I don't have time for that. So where do you go with women that don't have time for all the things? I've been talking about this so much and it's not glamorous, but I literally just did a post on this yesterday where when I started to exercising after my first kid wasn't hard for me because we were in the pandemic. We were always home. I kind of knew what to do because I was doing a program that was similar, um, had more time, my husband, you know, but after my second kid, especially them close together, I was like, I don't, even if I had time, I don't want to do it. Mm. And so there's more than just time. There was like energy fatigue and like, I could actually be cleaning, doing all these other things. But I really committed to starting with 10 minutes mm. and, and at the power of 10, it's, you know, like 10 minutes to organize, 10 minutes to clean. And so I came up with like, what are my five non-negotiables for my overall well-being each day that I could do 10 minutes at a time? And it was 10 minutes of movement. So I wasn't even stressed out. Like, I think the goal for some moms when they're just getting started is not like, I want to like get my, my abs back. You know, I think it's like, you just got to start moving consistently. Mm. And so pick whatever it is and move 10 minutes. And then for me, it was like mindset work or 10 minutes, honestly, 10 minutes of cleaning felt like so good. And so 
Um, I just think the power of 10 minutes. And so if, if it comes to exercise again, 10 minutes, if it comes to water, it could be like two glasses. Like it seems so small, but start there. Again, put yourself in your kid's shoes. You wouldn't expect your kid who never knew how to walk to suddenly be running. But yet yeah. we, ex we expect that of ourselves, you know? It's so true. Yes. Or like a child's playing a new sport, right? You've got right. Your, this child that's learning a new sport, playing a new sport or, or doing practice for longer than, than maybe they have before because they're growing and getting older. And so you would never expect them to have the capacity of a kid who's been doing that for 10 years. Right. You would expect them to be able to learn. Yet when we go into it, we think, oh, I should be working out an hour a day and I should be right. Yes. Like all of this very intense stuff that just though technically possible, the maintaining it is almost impossible. Yeah. And if an hour a day is actually really what you need, because it feels like mommy needs time, it feels like what you, like you mm. need that whole time, then you just have to realize that other, when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Yeah. So getting the dishes done before the kids go to sleep or whatever may not get happen, you know, and that's okay. I think we're, we're kind of always juggling with, and that's what balance is. Balance isn't like I get everything done. It's like I'm saying no to something and I'm saying yes to something. And I'm just trying to weigh that all the time. And so knowing that if you want more time to do those things, that's okay. But something else is going to be sacrificed. And that's okay. And that's okay. You get to decide, right? You get, you to, get decide. to decide yes. what that is. And it's okay to make that decision and not feel pressured to do all the things. And it's okay to, that it's different from someone else's. Yeah. You know, like if you know a mom who's like, I, like me, I'm like 10 minutes a day is great. And you're like an hour, like, don't come. That's my journey. Your journey is different. Yeah. And so go on your journey. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. I want to switch directions here just yeah. for a minute because you have a very special summit and mm -hmm. I want to hear a little bit more about it so we can share it with our listeners. Yeah. So I've done many summits before and hosted many summits. And when I started to focus on moms about six months ago, I realized that moms in different seasons of motherhood face different things. And so a mom with that's pregnant or postpartum newly or young kids or teenagers, like college, like they face different challenges when it comes to their health and self-care. So I wanted to go on a journey of learning from experts, learning from women who signed up, like, what do you need in these different seasons? And so I've done different, I've done one on toddler moms. And then this one that we're doing is for all busy moms is like every mom. So whatever, it's all moms. But I mean, we're focusing on it on like the new year, right? Like, again, we're setting all these goals and really wanting to set moms up for success. And so we have 27 speakers who like literally after every interview, especially after yours, I was just like, this is, I feel like I get the best seat in the house. Like I get to like listen to all them all and curate this beautiful experience where, again, I think moms are going to leave feeling like you're going to resonate with at least one, one mom and get one resource that's going to support you on your journey. Yeah. And it's all online, all free, all yes. like, you can do it uh, from the comfort of your own home, right? Tell right. us where to go to sign up and we'll put it in the show notes too, but tell us where to go. Mm -hmm. If anybody is actually listening at their computer and wants to right. sign up right this second, tell us where to go. Yeah. So if you go to mommymetimesummit.com, that's where you can register. And the, the live summit run, runs from February 5th to 25th. So 21 days to, you know, to, to, to space out the talks. Cause guess what? Moms are busy. We can't listen to them all in one week. And so you get to listen to kind of one a day just to kind of digest it, get that inspiration and come back, come back to it. Love it. Love it. Love mm -hmm. it. Love it. I want to ask you some questions we love to ask all of our guests. Yeah. The first is when do you feel most like a super mom? I was trying to think about this question. Um, 
So we, um, my, me and my husband and then our kids and then my sister live in the same house. And, you know, the chores that you have to do in the house is like crazy. And so we made a list because I just was feeling like I wasn't doing anything. And at the bottom, I put like kept kids alive. And I, whenever I tick that each day, I feel like a super mom because there's so many other things that I don't get done. Right. Because I'm like taking care of my kids because they're home with me the majority of the time. But like just keeping my kids alive, I feel like, you know what? You did a good job today. So like, it's the little things like that for me that I'm learning to celebrate when I get in a workout, when I, you know, get a time to do an interview or work my business in a little way, I just feel like, you know what, you're, you're taking progress. And in the season of, I always knew I wanted to keep being a working mom. Mm. I knew that progress was going to be slower Mm. just because I decided that I, at this stage, I do want my kids home with me. And so I would have to work in working around them. But, and so anytime that I do get to like take a little bit of time in progress, I just feel like you're a super mom. Good job, Brie. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Tell us if we, we like to ask about one small step. So we like yeah. to say, what's one small step busy moms can do today if they really just want to get started, but they want to start small. I think pick one thing. Like you were saying, like, I remember when I gave up Diet Coke too, like nothing's wrong with Diet Coke. It just wasn't serving me because I was using it for the wrong reasons. Right. Mm-hmm. So given that up, I wasn't worried about anything else you know, whether it's exercise, whether it's drinking water and track it, like use a habits tracker, use, there's tons of apps that you could use too. And just like, there's a satisfaction with the stickers or the tick and just see how long, how many days you can do it. And then pick something to celebrate yourself with, right? Like I do this with my clients, like create your own point system. So if getting a Starbucks drink at the end of the week is your celebration for doing this, do it. If getting a massage, do it, you know, just like you figure out what brings you rewards. I remember having a client who was like, none of that. She's like, just sitting outside with my warm cup of coffee alone is what I want to do. And I'm like, then that, then do it, you know? Yeah. Love it. Yes. Give yourself those little mini rewards. Pick the one yes. small thing, give yourself the mini rewards and, and, and like take them, right? Actually right. take your rewards, give yes. yourself the rewards. Don't hold those back from yourself. You get, you get to deserve that. Right. Don't like keep extending it out. I was like, oh no, when I hit this, I'll do it. You will never do it. Just take it now. Yes. Love it. Mm-hmm. Tell us where to find you online outside of the summit. If we, yeah. um, if everybody's resonating and they want to find more. Yeah. You can go to Instagram, mommy me time coach or Facebook group, mommy me time community or my website, brannawilkerson.com. Fantastic. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you so much for being here today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the secrets of Supermom show. It doesn't have to end here. Head over to secretsofsupermom.com and take the quiz to find out your personalized supermom superpower. Or if you want to hang out in the next best thing to real life, join me at Secrets of Supermom on Facebook or Instagram. Big hug, y'all.